0: Hi, this is Corey Turner. And along with my wife, Simone, we are the Senior Pastors of Numa Church. I wanted to thank you for listening to our podcast today. You're about to hear a message from one of our team that we pray builds your faith and empowers you to follow Jesus more closely. Enjoy the message.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Well, what a joy to be in the wonderful Numa Church Church. My great friend, Pastor Corey, and he's a dear friend. Love this church, much to do with you over the years. Once did a campaign with you that went for 11 weeks, four nights a week for 11 weeks we ran. Long time ago now, many of you weren't even born probably then, but I have a word from the Lord. I know God's been speaking to me very clearly. I was out seeking the Lord about it yesterday and I felt the Lord really dropped some stuff in my spirit. So thank you, musicians. Thank you again, Pastor Corey. And uh, let's just open up the Word of God. And if you have your Bibles, which you should, I like to have a book. Um, You can't underline your telephone, but you, you can certainly work your Bible. And your Bible's there to work. This is my new one, which I started at the start of COVID. And it's now more wrecked than my old Bible And I sort of think that uh, that's a good way to go with your scriptures. Get to know what the Word of God says. Turn with me, please, to the book of 2 Chronicles. It's easy to find. Find 1 Chronicles, it's the one after. And uh, pretty straightforward, I'm trying to find it, but I'm not as young as I used to be. Uh, As you can tell by the new COVID hairstyle. Father, would you anoint your Word now? I pray, Lord, that I won't waste a word today, but Lord, You would touch us, stir us in this hour by the mighty power of Your Holy Spirit. Come and take hold of Your servant, I pray. Come and overshadow everything we do now. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Everybody said, Amen. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 speaks to us along this line. I'm gonna read from uh, verse number three. In fact, I might as well start before that, but uh, now nah, three is good. The Bible says, "For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, not natural, they're not physical weapons." the weapons of our warfare not carnal but divinely powerful through god yeah. to the pulling down of strongholds yeah. we are destroying yeah. we are destroying pulling down the amplified speculations and reasonings and every lofty high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. We're bringing every thought captive unto the obedience of Christ. We're ready to punish all disobedience and it goes on. If ever there was a scripture that is very fitting for our state and our city right now, it's this one. But I wanna just share who we are today. Divinely equipped warriors. We are not mealy-mouthed, Mickey Mouse, Tiny Tim, tiptoeing through the tulips, timid Christians. We are not born to be the tail. I see so many Christians who see themselves as the tail and not the head. Excuse me, getting excited, but the Bible says, we are the head, not the tail, above, only, and never below. But I wanna open up this passage of scripture today and just find some of the stuff in it that is so powerful. The subject is divine weaponry, but I'd like to go a bit further and say, we are God's demolition team. We are God's demolition team. Time for the church, the body of Christ, to really recognise who she is. Yeah. Yeah. Who we are, the bride of Christ, the body of Christ. The fullness of Him that fills all and in all. But let's look at this scripture for a couple of moments. I, I'm not gonna mess around and crack jokes, tell stories. I feel a burning passion in my gut right now. That's like a fire. I, the, the prophet said, the fire of God is in... The power of God is in my bones like a fire. Yeah. It's time for Christians not to wanna be entertained. It's time for Christians yeah. to have the fire of God blistering in their spirit with great rivers of living water, the very, the very lava flow of the power of God yeah. coming out of their inner man. Yeah. Bible says though we walk in the flesh, the Greek word means we walk around in a body. And there are very many varied shapes of bodies. I happen to have an incredibly athletic body. Many are envious. Many aren't. There are skinny bodies, fat bodies, round bodies, hairy bodies. All shapes. And we are walking around in Natural bodies. But the Bible says, though we're walking around in a natural realm, walking around Melbourne, driving around Melbourne, there's a warfare going on that's not natural. Anyone living in the city of Melbourne right now recognises that there's something hanging over our city that ought not be here. Anyone with real spiritual insight right now We'll understand that right now in the city of Melbourne, there is a conquest for control, and it's coming out of another realm. And God says your warfare is not in this natural realm, but if you understand, I've equipped you to do something in another realm. And when the body of Christ begins to understand. Just the authority that we've been given when we combine, when we rise up in prayer, when we're of one voice and one mind and one accord and one heart, we change nations. We break nations wide open. Break our city wide open for revival. I'm tired of the devil feeling as though he is taking control of Melbourne telling us when we can worship, if we can preach, if we can move in the Holy Ghost. What spiritual power has got the authority to say, you cannot release the supernatural power of God and see the glory of God released in a mighty way. Catherine Kuhlman once said, If you try to stop the outpouring of the Spirit of God, it's like standing under Niagara Falls with an umbrella trying to hold the water back. Because when God wants to break out, but it's gonna take a church. You see, God says, all authority is given in my name. He says, you take the authority I've given you, you exercise it. Too many Christians are waiting, wait, when's God gonna move? I, I, I wish God had moved. God says, you've got authority. Stand up on the front of the boat. Stand up on the front of the boat and say, we've had enough, be still. See, what is the warfare we're in and where is it? If you go back to, or go over to Ephesians, favorite, my favourite book in the Bible is Ephesians. Can't find it, but it's one of my (laughs) favourites. Ephesians 6 verse 10 says this. Finally, my brethren. That word brethren is the word Adelphos. The word Adelphos doesn't just mean, well, it does mean brethren. But the term goes back to Alexander the Great, goes back to that era. And after a great battle, when men had done great exploits Alexander would bring them up onto a platform and bring young men or older men that had been valiant, had held back, had held the wings, had fought off the cavalry or whatever. And Alexander would turn to them and say, This is my brother. This is one cut from the same cloth. This is a warrior. This is one born for battle. This is not your nicey, nice Christian getting around. Nicey, nice, I don't even like the word nice anymore. I like passionate, strong, resolute, determined, gutsy. This is my brother. Finally, my brethren in the battle, those that love the, the battle and love the sting of the battle, be strong. The Greek word endunamu, in the dynamic, in the divine ability of God. Finally, my brethren, here we are, sorry, my brethren, be strong, endunamu, in the Lord, in Kurios, in Him, and in the power of His might, in the kratos, dominion of His forceful, going forward strength. Yeah, on. Put on the whole armour of God. Yeah. To many Christians don't even understand what that means. they let anything into their mind. Wow. Don't protect the strength of what God's put in them with the breastplate. No, no. And don't know how to use their shield of faith. No, no. The Roman shield was soaked with oil daily to keep it supple. How do we keep our shield of faith strong? We oil it. And then they soaked it. And Then when they they went into battle with a soaked oiled shield and those first waves of fiery darts came over and exploded, they were expunged by the shield. Finally, my brethren, put on, put on the whole armour, the panoplia from two words, pass all. Hoplon weaponry. Put on the whole weaponry of a fully armed Roman soldier, legionnaire, that you might stand against the wiles of the devil. What's the word for wiles? Methodia, the methods. literally means to build a road, a road into your mind, into your spirit, into your community, into your city, into your nation. Put on the whole armour. For we wrestle not, the word wrestle, pale. the Greeks understood the wrestling match. It wasn't like the WWF. They didn't do a choreography. It was brutal. History says in some of those matches, they were won when a man forcing another man to surrender got his hand into his mouth and pulled his tongue out by the roots. It was okay to poke a man's eyes out or break his spine but it was a wrestling for control and the Bible says that we are wrestling if we can only see it. I get so tired of Christians that can't see anything. Christians that get around like, let's just throw a few flowers in the air and have a lovely time and we'll sit around singing Kumbaya. I hate Kumbaya. I don't even stinking know what kumbaya means. Kumbaya, my Lord, kumbaya. Lord Jesus, have compassion on me. Compassion. I mean, one denomination didn't like onward Christian soldiers. Marching under war, so they took it out of the hymn book because it was too violent. What do we want? Onward, Christian marshmallows. <laughs> marching on to war. Not using the cross of Jesus because it's just not something we talk about in our theology. Oh, there's no hell, God wouldn't allow that. We must just love Love, love, love. Love, love, love. All you need is love. La-da-da-da-dum. Da-da-da. The Beatles. I used to love them. I still like their music, but it's pretty demonic. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Imagine there's no heaven. It isn't hard to do. No hell beneath. I guarantee John found out. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. Time's getting away. I promised you I wasn't going to fool around. A little bit of time foolery goes a long way. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Therefore take unto you. That's a military command. Get it on. The full weaponry. Not defensive, the Romans never dressed up to go and defend. It's not full protective armour, it's full pass all hoplon, panoplia, all weaponry, offensive, defensive. The Romans didn't go out there going, we're coming out to resist. We're just gonna take our little stand out here. (laughs) Please. Please barbarians don't hurt us please don't overrun us so that's a bit far-fetched a lot of Christians right like that now a lot of them not here not in this outfit praise God so who are we fighting who are we battling with the Bible says For we wrestle not with flesh and blood but against principalities from the Greek word archai, chief rulers I'll go so far as to say over the city of Melbourne right now, there's a chief ruler. Chief ruler dictating natural terms. Demons, demonic powers dictating natural things. So where do we go? We have to learn our authority in the realm of the spirit. Principalities, powers, authorities, rulers of the darkness of this age, cosmo dominions of the world, wicked spirits, pneumaticos poneros, wicked, malevolent spirits, It would take up the whole armour of God. Then he goes into the details, but let's go back to 2 Corinthians just for a minute. Back to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. It says, The weapons of our warfare are not natural. What are they? The high praises of God. The Bible says, With the high praises of God, we will bind nobles with fetters of iron. Fasting and prayer right through the Scripture is seen as a means of saying to God, we don't know what to do, Second Chronicles 20, but our eyes are on you. Yeah. Intense prayer, yeah. declaration. Yeah. Bible says you'll decree a thing, yeah. it'll come to pass. God is actually looking for a bunch of people that go, hey, I believe yeah. that I am carrying the mighty power of God, yeah. that God plus me is, is really a multitude. So awesome. One angel on one night We read in the book of Isaiah, when Jerusalem looked like being wiped out, one angel came down and wiped out 185,000 Assyrians. One angel, Jesus said, I can call legions of angels. Every legion's over 6,000 men. A legion of angels, 6,000. Jesus, I'll call 10. Many. Who's, who responds to our prayers if we believe it? The weapons of our warfare are not natural. But they are divinely powerful. They are mighty. The word is dunatos. Dunatos. Which means mighty, powerful. And full of supernatural enabling. That's our weapons. The Bible says the weapons of our warfare. The word is mai," which means our military campaign. The church never does much until it understands that it's in a military, a military campaign. Christians don't do much until they really see beyond the blessings that God can bestow on us. And we start to take up the whole armor of God. And we begin to say, Father, this is the time for a different breed of Christian. I want to tell you in Victoria something is happening right now. God is raising a breed of Christians unlike I've ever been in Melbourne before, who have one thing on their heart right now and that is to break through, smash through and usher in the greatest move of God that this nation's ever seen. I ask this question, why has the enemy chosen the city of Melbourne to bring about an unleashing of the godless fury I'm trying to find a handkerchief, I know it's here, it's there, found it, well done. Excuse me, I've got to blow my nose, I'm getting so excited my nose is running. There it is, that was not the last trump by the way. Some people were getting ready to go. There were a couple of people going, we're gone, we're going, we're going, in the rapture. It'll be a little bit louder than that. It's a practice run. That's a practice run. I told you I wasn't going to mess around today. I just can't. I can't mess around. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. What are they? They are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. What's the word pulling down in the Greek? Well, it really speaks of demolishing something to extinction. Extinction. Elijah was a man of like passion to you and I. But he prayed earnestly that it might not rain and for three and a half years, the clouds were gone. Daniel fasted and prayed 21 days and things in the heavenly realms changed position. People passionate to pray During the great awakening in the United States in the mid 1800s, they say that on every street corner of every town, every hamlet and every city, for 2000 miles, you could hear the cries and shouts day and night of people crying out for their land. You can drive around Melbourne, a city facing critical things. And search out the passionate prayers. Most of the city you'll hear crickets. Why should God, why should God bring Melbourne into revival until the church rises up said we've had enough tyranny, it's time for the greatest manifestation of the power of God we've ever dreamed. I don't know about you, but I'm praying right now to carry the greatest anointing of the Holy Ghost that I've ever dreamed. For our nation, am I getting too strong? I don't wanna frighten you. I can only let out what's in me. There's an animal in here. There is a lion in here. A lion that wants to do some demolishing. And looking for some fellow demolishers. I just sat in the room before with a friend of mine. And all I've got to do is look in his eyes to know not only... Is your brother in the battle? But there's a wild man inside who don't want to back down. But has a fury in his spirit. See, could you imagine if all the church in Melbourne actually rose up in ferocious prayer the next couple of days? I mean, I wonder, you know. I'll tell you something. Token prayer insults God. He who comes to God must believe that God is, that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. He wants to show us his demolition power. With principalities, powers, and dominions. He wants it. He could come tomorrow and go... Like an insect hitting a light. But he's given his authority to his church. Why is Victoria in the state it's in right now? Because if we look back over the last few decades the amount of prayer that's gone in for our government has probably determined now the events that we're facing. And the only people that we can blame is ourselves. Not here, but the church. I'm not saying you. The body of Christ. Because we actually get the government that our prayers deserve And I suggest to you that God is raising the greatest team of demolition agents that the world has ever seen. I challenge you the next two days here in Melbourne to maybe fast tomorrow. Maybe get in the prayer closet and put hours in with God. I know tomorrow where I'm going to be, trying to get out the bush nearly every day. Hours a day. Hours a day. Because we've got to want something. Yeah. 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 And so right now, this is really a message directed to demolishers. Yeah. People that actually believe that with intense prayer, We can move things in the realm of the Spirit. I believe that we are right now, and I know a lot of people, and a lot of people in this church that are setting out to move things in the heavenlies. This has always been a praying church, and I can feel the intensity when I walk in the door. I know it's a praying church, Pastor Corey. So I'm not rebuking. I'm just talking generally when I talk about the church. I'm not talking about this church. I'm talking about the body of Christ generally. I've watched so many churches so woke and so jolly. Ah, oh, Lord, help me. I'll put a challenge to you today. Moses made a statement. He said, "Which." Which side are the children of Israel? Which side are you on? He's making a challenge to Melbourne. And there's going to be a polarising in Melbourne of the unbelieving and the red hot believing. And I wonder today in a world that is in chaos and a city that in many ways has been under siege. Maybe, as you've looked at circumstance, you've said God, or or maybe you're not a believer, maybe you're backslidden. You've said, I don't know what the future holds. I'm gonna let you know something today. There is one place of security only in Melbourne. One only, not the MCG. It's not Federal Square. The only place that is stable and certain where you can place your feet is on the rock Christ Jesus. The immovable rock, the rock not made with human hands, the one who in latter days will be cast as in the book of Daniel, at the feet of an antichrist system. And every empire of history and every despot of history melts at the brightness of His glory. And He's coming soon, very soon. Do you know Him? Are you born again? has the King of glory come to entwell you? Do you know today that every sin you've ever committed is gone? My friend, perilous days are coming. But the peril of an eternity without Jesus is beyond words. And people say, don't tell me there's a hell. I'm not telling you, Jesus told us. He said, every person listening to my voice is going to wind up eternally in one of two places. In the presence of Jesus forever or separated in a place of outer darkness, gnashing of teeth. In fact, if I really take it to the limit, the Bible speaks in Revelation of a lake of fire. And I wonder today where you're at I wonder today if the voice is speaking to you and saying, today I offer life and death. Life is in Jesus, it's not just in Him, He is the life. He is the way, He's the truth. And as many as come to Him with a serious heart, a repentant attitude he will come into their lives change them and make them new I wonder today would you open your heart to Jesus today would you ask him to come in because he says I stand at the door and knock you hear my voice and open the door He said, I'll come in, into your life. I'll sup with you. He says, I'll never leave you, never forsake you. And that's his promise. I wonder if you'd pray this simple prayer with me right now. You say, I want Jesus today. I want you to pray this simple prayer with me. Just pray it out loud wherever you are. Dear Lord Jesus, I believe today that You are the Son of the living God. All things were created by You, for You and through You. By You everything holds together. Lord Jesus, come. Wash me clean. I turn from sin. I turn from uncleanness. I invite You to be my Saviour, give you my life in this moment, in this moment, in Jesus' name. Thank you for coming into my life. I receive you.
0: Thank you for joining us for this message today.